Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. It is a Wednesday, which means uh, there's a show, uh, but for now on, it means that there are NFL power rankings. Uh, the plan is to do this every week, so um, not going to go super in-depth on all 32 teams, but going to kind of say where we have them ranked at this time. Uh, a few difficult decisions as we are only a couple of weeks in, and very interesting, I think, to see kind of what has changed from where we were at the beginning of the year. So, uh, if you want to find me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, I am at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show, couchpotatodiary, at yahoo.com. Uh, the music for the show provided by Waste the Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Waste the Talent with X's where the A's would be. Uh, Going to close the show with a little bit of baseball talk today as well. The studio sponsor for Coach Potato Diary is Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, I guess we could start from the bottom and work our way up. That would be the more dramatic way of doing it. Um, the worst team in the National Football League I have right now, the Houston Texans. Um, kind of the, the the old Southern, oh, bless their heart, for uh, trying in the first couple of games of the season. Hey, they even tied with, New, uh, with Indianapolis. But... This is a bad football team. Um, I think they're going to have a bit of an interesting decision to make if they get the number one overall pick, as they have Davis Mills as their quarterback. Um, I, I don't think he is necessarily a game changer in the way that uh, a couple of the, the young quarterbacks in this year's draft have the potential of being, as my cat walks in front of the microphone. Um, and so I, I just... There are a couple of pieces on this team that I like, but this is a bad football team and uh, one of the winless ones so far that we uh, talked about yesterday in that we do not believe that they are going to make any sort of any kind of comeback. Um, at the number 31 spot, I have the Carolina Panthers. Um, the, this is a team that it, it's tough to put them in this spot, but those are two pretty abysmal losses that they have had to start this season. And like I... I like a bunch of the pieces they have on defense. I like a couple of the weapons they have on offense. That This whole trying to be half-pregnant thing with the, the quarterbacks is just not working. I think this team would definitely... Not that you want to waste a year of Christian McCaffrey, but I think this team would definitely benefit from bottoming out this year and getting one of those quarterbacks that we discussed. At number 30, I have the Titans. Um, I don't think, like, talent-wise, this is the third worst team in the NFL, but I do think that this is a team that has taken quite a significant step back. And when you look at the loss Monday against Buffalo, like, that, that just has to put you very far back uh, on these rankings. So a lot of room for Tennessee to move up for sure, but um, I have them very much toward the bottom of the power rankings. At 29, it's Cleveland. That is an inexcusable loss against the, the New York Jets there from week one. Your only win so far is against the Carolina team, who we have in the, the bottom part of the, the these rankings. Deshaun Watson coming back is going to, to help this team, as gross as it is to say anything positive about that piece of garbage. Um, Amari Cooper is great. Nick Chubb is great. 
They have pieces on defense that you like as well, but you just, you can't have that loss. You can't be one of the team, the only team since 2000 to lose when holding a 13-point lead. So Cleveland, uh, yeah, at the bottom of the list. Major concerns in Indianapolis. They are 28th on the power rankings. I do think part of it is Matt Ryan just didn't have any weapons to throw to. I also think part of it is Matt Ryan just isn't very good anymore. And if that's the case, Indianapolis has a major concern on their hands. Uh, Of all these teams in the bottom part, they have the most potential to move up the rankings here very quickly. Uh, At 27, it is Vegas. We talked about them yesterday. Josh McDaniels, I don't think he is it. Um, Offensive line-wise, obviously there are concerns. Defensively, they blew a 20-point lead. So... It's it's a team that I think has very much earned this spot at 27. Just kind of quickly here, Chicago at 26, Washington 25, Dallas 24, the Jets coming in at 23, a fantastic win for this team, a, a real fun one, and probably a, the bright spot, not a bright spot, the bright spot for the Jets this season was that game. Um this is one of those ones where, okay, you got that win. That is fantastic. I can't put you ahead of some of these other teams because I just don't believe you. Um, you. You needed a kind of historic collapse from the um, from the Cleveland Browns to get this victory. So I, I'm not going to then have it propel you high up in the rankings. At 22, we have Atlanta. 21, we have Detroit. A couple of teams who I, I, I think there is potential, like we talked about a little bit, with Atlanta yesterday, and with Detroit, everyone's been buzzing about them, um, that was a, a pretty impressive showing, kind of, the first couple of weeks, that they've had impressive showings, but they've also had major blips, where it's kind of shown, like, oh, you're actually not that good, but I, I think that they're, you know, right there on the doorstep for the top 20, New England and Pittsburgh, back-to-back New England at 19, Pittsburgh at 20, they played, neither of them are that good, Pittsburgh's probably going to get ahead, back ahead of New England here at some point, but yeah, this there's a very real chance this is the highest either of those teams are ranked. Uh, Cincinnati coming in at 18, Seattle at 17, Arizona with their win at 16. This is the this is the part of the show where we definitely show that we're haters here a little bit. The New York Giants coming in at 15. Um, yes, they're two and zero. This is the we're not buying it one bit. And and you know what? If they beat Dallas, maybe they'll move up a spot. I just I am not buying at all, what the New York Giants are selling. We talked about that in buy-sell yesterday. This isn't a good football team. Their quarterback is a backup quarterback. They have one wide receiver who is interesting. They have a very good running back, and they are schemed very well on defense and probably have a few pretty good guys on the defensive side of the ball as well. But I just don't take this team seriously one bit. Um, You have those teams in the playoffs. Oh, man. Wouldn't want to face these guys in the playoffs. If I'm an NFC, uh, NFC wildcard team, I am praying that the Giants fluke their way to a division so we can essentially get a bye week wildcard weekend and win that game by 40. I have Jacksonville at 14. Um, I, I thought week one, they probably should have won that game if not for a, a couple of issues in the red zone, which I kind of excuse away as just it's week one. And then week two, a dominant performance. So I am kind of buying a little bit on Jacksonville. 13 is Denver. And honestly, looking at it now, I probably could have moved them down the list a little bit. It just hasn't been impressive. I think their coach is remarkably overwhelmed, at least in the first couple of weeks, and just has no, uh, to quote Archer, situational awareness. So I'm just not there 
on Nathaniel Hackett. I, I think Russell Wilson, the days of him being the runner are over. Still incredibly accurate passer on the move um, and still a very good quarterback, but I don't think he is the elite quarterback that Denver thought they were getting, and I don't think he's able to out-quarterback uh, a coach who at very least needs to play man a little bit more to, to learn clock situations. At 12, we have Minnesota. That was an embarrassing loss on Monday night, but I still think this is a talented team. At 11, we have San Francisco, a team probably would have higher... Um, a bit of uncertainty at the quarterback position. Just want to see what this offense now looks like with Jimmy Garoppolo um, playing quarterback. I do think that he is a bit more reliable than Trey Lance, but you just spent the entire preseason pointing in the Trey Lance offense. How does Jimmy Garoppolo fit into that? 10 is Green Bay, and honestly, looking at this, I probably have them a little bit too high. But this is a thing when putting this list together. The next couple of teams here... Like, we have Green Bay at 10, New Orleans at 9, Chargers at 8, which I, I think, honestly, looking at this now is a little low, uh, and Tampa Bay at 7. We're getting to a point like, oh, man, the 7th best team is Tampa Bay? That seems a bit too high. Or if I switch them with the Chargers, which I probably should have, but I'm sticking to this list that I actually just wrote in pencil. Um, if I put Tampa Bay at 8, it's like, man, Tampa Bay doesn't feel like a top 10 team. Very few teams have felt like top 10 teams in the first few weeks of the season. You know, like there's there's six teams that have felt like top 10 teams in the NFL to start the year. And like there's just a lot of question marks around a lot of teams. And this is kind of the parody thing that we talk about. There are a couple of very good teams at the top. And then after that, yeah, there's, there's just not a lot there. Um, that There's a lot of question marks in this league right now, which makes it interesting. It also makes it very unpredictable. So... Green Bay at 10, coming off of a strong win. They have very much potential to move down. I really like how New Orleans has played the first couple of weeks of the season. Worried about Jameis Winston, the whole having broken bones in your back thing. Seems like a tough way to play the quarterback position. Um, at 8, it's the Chargers. I have, I, I should have put them higher. I still think they're good, but I still think they have some major coaching issues. Justin Herbert is still barely throwing the ball down the field on first and second down, and then having to make up for it on third down, which leads to him holding the ball more, which leads to him getting annihilated like we saw on Thursday night. Buccaneers at seven. It was an impressive fourth quarter, but that was about it. They haven't really impressed me um, in the, the, the first little bit. At six is Baltimore. That was a kind of failing at the end of that game against Miami. And if we're going to hold it against some of the teams at the bottom for blowing leads, we have to hold it against Baltimore here for blowing that one against the Dolphins. But we're pointing the Dolphins in as a top five team at number five. That was damn impressive to be able to come back like that. And you can just see the full potential, or, or as Luke Thomas on uh, Morning Combat likes to put it, the upper bound limits of what this Miami Dolphins team can do. So I have them at five. I have the Rams at four. They probably could move down as well. But Again, it's just, there aren't that many great teams in the NFL this year. Bunch of good ones, a few eh, pretty good ones, and then a few bad ones. But not a lot of great. Um, so the Rams come in at four. At three, I have Philadelphia. We talked at the beginning of the season. The most talented teams in the NFL, we put the Philadelphia Eagles on that list. Jalen Hurts is balling. You have two wide receivers who you feel comfortable with. You have three running backs you feel confident, uh, confident with. Dallas Goddard, more than capable tight end. Excellent offensive line. On the defensive side of the ball, they are balling. They were absolutely eating the lunch of Kirk, excuse me, Kirk Cousins this week on Monday Night Football. So I have Philadelphia 3. I am all in on what the Eagles are selling right now. At 2, it is Kansas City. That was really strong, what they were able to do. Did they get a little bit lucky in that game? Sure. But 
through two weeks, it looks like any concerns we had about Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid were kind of unwarranted. Number one, the Buffalo Bills. They have annihilated two teams that made the playoffs a season ago. Josh Allen looks like the truth, and this is a Buffalo Bills team that looks like they are living up to every bit of the hype that we had. So, there you go. There are your power rankings going into week three of the National Football League. The music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent, with X is where the A's would be, and find the producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. Going to close with a little bit of baseball today. We haven't done a ton on the new rules in Major League Baseball, and this is something that always frustrates me about sports: is that because we haven't had a ton of changes in a while, we just kind of assume this is how every sport is supposed to be, and we forget, like back in the day. They change these things all the time, you know, like that this is not something that is new. Um, you, you look at like for baseball, for example, last time batting averages were this low, they changed the mound, you know, like um, basketball for a long time. We, we just have had it the way it's been. So we haven't really uh, adjusted it. But we forget like there was a time where the shot clock wasn't around. I know I'm going back a little bit of ways, but you get my point. Like the sports have always evolved to just be this to to like to, to try to be an entertainment property because that's what they are. They're supposed to be entertaining. I know we would like to be baseball purists and well, th this is how the game has always been, but it's not. There was a long time black players weren't allowed. You know, like we, we have always been changing. We have always been adapting and baseball has grown stale and they needed to do something. These are in the grand scheme of things, minuscule changes. And also football people, Fucking spare me the, oh, could you imagine having um, a, a rule in football or any other sport where you have to just, like, bow to the players? Like, could you imagine having to, oh, well, you can't do this defensive set? It's like, yeah, I can, because they have absolutely changed up the rules entirely in football to make it so that offenses have an easier time, you know, like holding and pass interference on defenses get called significantly more. You're barely allowed to touch the quarterback. You're barely allowed to draw, draw wide receivers. By the way, not complaining about any of these rules. I am simply stating that every sport has made adjustments to make it more entertaining. Because we hold baseball in this weird historical context, it's weird to see baseball finally doing something. Also, it's weird to see baseball finally doing something because they fucking haven't for a long time. They've just kind of been twiddling their thumbs and, oh, we're America's pastime, when Formula One has passed you by. So, good for baseball to, to making these adjustments. I like them. I think the pitch clock is going to be interesting. I worry about a lot of the injuries that we're going to have, about guys trying to throw out their max velocity when they're not rested up to do so. I think it's going to lead to a little bit more actual pitching instead of just throwing. I I don't think the shift thing is going to change things overly significantly. Like the, the one that uh, I hear a lot of people talk about is that line drive up the middle that's been a base hit for 100 years. That's still not going to be a base hit. It's going to require a bit more of a, a, an athletic play and balls that are hit hard up the middle are going to, to do that. But I don't think that one's going to change things a whole lot. But I'm really interested to see how, how this all plays out. And I'm happy that baseball is actually trying something to make the sport more enjoyable so that you're not spending three and a half hours on a Tuesday in June wasting your time with a bit of a boring product. It wasn't a boring product last night when the Blue Jays beat the Philadelphia Phillies 18-11. And this is, again, I, I feel like sometimes with the Blue Jays, 
were a little too hard. Or at least I'm a little too hard on them. There was a, a stretch there when I was back in Saskatchewan watching the games. It's like, man, this team is really grinding. Like they're, they're it just feels like nothing's coming easy. And then you look, oh, they've won eight of their last ten. Like because. When this team is at their best, it is so smooth and so fluid and can be so dominant like it was last night where they're just kicking the shit out of teams when they're only winning four to three or if they're losing games, it feels like it is just this slog of a game when really this is a very talented baseball team. This is still the third best team in the American League and I would say like the the fourth, fifth or sixth best team in all of Major League Baseball. And to do that against the Phillies team that is battling for a playoff spot is really impressive. And I, I think sometimes I'm just, I'm too hard on this Blue Jays team when I see what they should be, what they could be, um, but very few teams are just going to be at 100% all night long. And the Blue Jays, at least offensively, were 100% last night against the Philadelphia Phillies. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, off day tomorrow and then Friday, we have our pick per game for the National Football League. Bit of a breakdown of what happened at Ultimate Fight Night and the Canelo Alvarez Triple G bouts as well. And some thoughts on Jose Aldo's retirement. So, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Talk to you guys later this week. I'm out.